Grace and peace, and welcome back to One on One with the Canon podcast show brought to you by WCANmedia.com, which is right for today and ready for tomorrow. And with me in the studio is our Chief of Talent Affairs, Tierney Grayson. And we also have the Chief of Engineering and Production, Tim Sember. And what we're going to do is have a nice casual conversation about technology, streaming, and et cetera, et cetera. All this right here on One on One with the Canon podcast show. Coming your way right after this. Greetings, I'm Samuel Hampton II, producer at WCAN-TV. WCAN-TV is currently looking for quality programming for 30 to 60 minutes. If you have a message that you would like to share to the world, please contact me at 440-836-4591 or at tvwcan at yahoo.com. Thank you. Hello. My name is Shelly Mathis and I am CEO and founder of Shelly Mathis Counseling Services. We specialize in mental health, trauma, and also substance abuse with an expertise in depression and anxiety for individuals, groups, couples, marriage and families, and also child and adolescents. If you're in need of assistance, give us a call at 330-577-8548. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joseph with Power to Become, an executive director with the John Maxwell team, bringing transformational training around the globe, making a difference when it makes a difference. We want to connect with you. Go to power2become.org or .com and connect with us now. Hi, my name is Dr. Marlene Carson, and I am a survivor of domestic minor sex trafficking. What is a survivor, you ask? Well, I survived sex trafficking as a child. I thrive in business and ministry, and I'm here to help you revive your dead dreams, visions, and purpose. If you would like to connect with a survivor community, please reach out to www.rahabshopeofohio.org. That website address again is www.rahabshopeofohio.org. Welcome back, everyone, and let's talk about Tim Technology streaming, the direction it's going, is it necessary? Should we follow suit or should we go back to the old days? Oh, no, no. I mean, it is very much necessary. You just look at technology as a whole, how everything has changed. I mean, from what we came from, I'll, I'll go back as far as using, let's look, let's look at the uh, uh, Pony Express or even a Telegram. Yeah, po- to- yeah but Pony Express, they had to take a horse and uh, deliver mail. And and then you had a telegram with the wires, and then as time went on, telephone wires and everything started happening. And uh, music-wise, you had uh, the vinyls. Well, you covering all the aspects. We can't have no conversation about anything. I, I wanted you know wanted to get going. Uh, here I now. see. It. No, let's, but uh, there's just a lot. There's a lot that's happening. Let's come back up to par. Let's talk about streaming and the pros and cons when it comes to streaming. And should individuals be embracing this technology? Or should we just let it go by the wayside? What do you think? You need to embrace it. Why? It's the wave of the future. It's what everyone's doing now. The information highway. Everybody's streaming. Okay, so let's look at social media. Okay, uh, Facebook now, Meta. You got LinkedIn, just to name a few, Twitter and all the rest of them. But let's focus on Facebook. Now, since the pandemic, everyone uses, utilizes Facebooks for their uh, streaming. Do you feel in your heart that is a professional format? Absolutely not. Why not? It's it's just to me. It's everybody uses it. That means anybody can use it. Before so that, it before that, no one was hardly using it. No, nobody was. I mean, when you talk about streaming, you look at CNN. They have their own plat. They have their own way of doing things. They connect to the internet, 
but they had their own professional uh, platform to use. Right. Where when you're looking at Facebook, in my opinion, anybody can use it. Yeah. Your your look Aunt at, Jane or Uncle Tom look doesn't at matter. The, look at the environment it's in. You know, and, and many times they have to use a verbal expression. The music that you're hearing is not mine, so they make sure that there's no copyright infringements and things of that nature. So uh, I don't see the professionalism when it comes to uh, streaming on Facebook or social media. I can't. I look at Facebook as just it's a media circus. I mean, it's there's nothing professional about because it. Because of production. Exactly, production. I mean, people are streaming, but what are they doing? They're using their phone or maybe... Usually, it's oh, but look phone. at the phone. The phone now has the ability to actually stream 4K. Sure, has ability to stream 4K, but does it have the technology that your typical camera that Hollywood that's, would use? That's right? what I'm getting ready to say. I was getting ready to say that uh, the big difference is the lenses. So, I mean, the resolution is standard, universal. 4K can be used in the consumer product, and it can be used in a professional product. But the difference between the consumer and professional is the lens, how much light power that it has to pull in. And so to say that I can shoot in 4K and have the same resolution as a $35,000 camera, uh, I don't believe that. Yeah, I can't. I can't see that either. I don't care how good you make your phone, like the iPhone, just in general, it, it comes out with the new phone, it seems like, every six months. And yep. the camera gets better and better and better. But I'm sorry, you're not going to replicate what, like you said, a $35,000 camera can do with the lens. That's right. And it's a whole different world. And they don't realize there's a lot to add to a, a program or a shoot besides just shooting in raw 4K or 1080i or 1080p. They will take that video and manipulate it with more software. People don't realize that. They dress it up. Sure. See that? So I do that. I, you know, I use stock film, film to, uh, to enhance what I already shot with the cameras that I have. So it's a lot to do, but the way people are taking to streaming now, it's just like uh, anyone can do it. You can do it any kind of way. There's no guidelines or formats to use. Just live and let live. Let's shoot, which the product is bad to me. This is why I got off Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I, I remember we were doing that for a little bit, and it just was not professional enough. Um, and I don't know if this is the wrong thing to say, but competition was just ridiculous. It was. Everybody it was trying to outdo somebody or want to be seen, and the message we had, in my opinion, was a good strong message to go out there that people should really listen to and need to hear. But the competition was too much. Everyone just wanted to do this or do that or stand behind a podium, if you will, or stand behind someone or have a phone on them. We had an actual production. Right. A crew, cameras, uh, lower thirds. We had everything. Okay, now you have software pro pro companies out there are now, like Manicam and RealStream, they are providing lower thirds capabilities. But uh, the environment stays the same. You know, we have graphic intros, graphic outs. Okay, music is mixed the right way with the lower thirds. But Facebook, uh, you can just put your graphic up there and still be in your living room and shoot the uh, shoot behind you, seeing your fireplace or anything. I believe that the environment counts a lot. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Because one of the things to both of your points is that the Facebook has become so oversaturated. So the things that are of great quality that are on there, is becoming eclipsed, unfortunately, by the ones that are you know, not so great quality or the ones that are really just, let me just get on here really quick so I can say I'm on Facebook, is what you're running into. When I look at Facebook, I see um, when it first came out, Facebook was supposed to be for college students, I think, years and years ago, when Facebook first came out, just for people to connect together who went to college. And then it just Actually, uh, Tim, it I changed. Think it was a replacement for MySpace. I remember, remember MySpace. MySpace was... 
the original Facebook. Was that what it was? Yes, okay. but MySpace had a lot of security flaw, flaws in them. You know, people was always uh, busting in and um, controlling people's, uh, oh, you know, yeah, website. I thought I heard and something about that. And then Mark, was it Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg. Yeah. Zuckerberg. He came in with Facebook and just totally blew everything out out the water. Wow. And then after that came your tweeters and all that, and you know, all these other formats began to surface. But uh, you, you, you're right about that. It was, you know, first was MySpace, but it was competition. It was competitive. Right. And he just sat back and said, hey, I can make my product much, 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 much better. And safer. And, and safer. So yeah, which is pretty safe. But people do hack Facebook with fake oh, yeah. profiles. And ask you to be friends, so you can be very careful with it. But the technology itself is uh, something that is amazing, but it allows the, shall we say, the non-professional individual to use professional properties or, or a product to get it out there on their own platform. But yet, the professionalism, like I said, is not there. This is why I don't use Facebook and just open up a stream. Now, it's good just for a hit and miss. Yeah. Okay, I'm here at so-and-so, da-da-da, da-da, blah, 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 blah. I can see that, but for a... Full-blown production and with the chemistry of professionalism behind it, I don't think it's a good thing to just take a camera and start use, using it. No. You know, and that's what people are doing. It's the cheap way of doing cam- uh, streaming now. Yeah. And plus, you know, a lot of people don't understand, too, when, you come, when it comes to professional streaming, you need the bandwidth. And that, that costs you money. So right now, people are using their phone bandwidth. But they, realize, they don't realize that they are sharing that bandwidth, that network, with a whole lot of phones in that area. Look what your tower is and look at all the people around that tower. That's true. See that? So here at the WCAN Studios, WCAN TV Studios, we have our own bandwidth, a dedicated line. They used to call it a pipeline like the T3, but we have a fiber optic line. That's a dedicated line, and uh, it's not utilized with the community or surroundings. We have that by ourselves. That's why our stream is so powerful. That's true. And, and it's good. You know, we do have a little nicks and nanny problem with it. But um, uh, we have a dedicated line. So if you're going to do professional streaming people who listen to this podcast, make sure you can get a dedicated line that you're not sharing bandwidth, doing so, guarantee you, without a shadow of a doubt, you will be buffering. See that? Yeah. And then yeah. another thing people got to look out for is phone uh, database, I mean, phone data memory, okay, because, uh, well, your program was buffering a lot, well, maybe because your processor and your phone wasn't strong enough to pull it in, or maybe you had too many apps open, That's pictures one. on your hard drive, all of that counts. They want to automatically go back to the port of origin. The station problem. It's not a station problem because uh, if you have a strong pipeline like a fiber optic line, so you're blowing it out, right? And then you have recipients out there using phones and computers. Now, the recipient who used the computer versus one used the phone and they are uh, together, you know, simultaneously together, I guarantee you the computer is going to pull it in first before the phone gets it. The phone is going to get it as a breakup, buffering. Because the computer has a faster processor, and that's what people have to realize. And so you have tons of phones out there. Somebody's blowing out a signal to you. The bigger the straw, the, the, the more you can suck in. The more you can suck in. That's true. And your phone has to be in good operating order, too. So you can't have tons of data on your little card and expect it to work right. Then you well, can't blame the station all the time. You You're also right. have to understand, uh, definitely understanding the variables, as you mentioned, uh, that are at work. You know, if you have too many apps open or if you don't have that type of capability for your phone, because you're right, people do blame the station. Oh, there, there's something wrong. You have a problem. Notes. You have to understand the variables that are at work here. Well, also, too, uh, you got to realize, too, with the phone that you have, it's like a computer. So you got to keep it clean. Like he just said, you got to, you know, you got to keep your uh, your bandwidth open as much as possible if you're going to do something like this. And so I would suggest, you know, clean out your cookies, your clashes. You, you got all that. You got your history. 
on your phone. You can just go in there, clean it. You know, another big problem, too, with people streaming, particularly in churches, they're using a stand in their basic phone, iPhone, Samsung, wherever you, wherever you like to use, Galaxy, and they're taking it, sitting it on a stand, taking the net sound. That's why the sound sounds so bad. See that? And so they just take the phone and use net sound. Net sound is the sound that the unit or the device itself uses. Mm. Uh, we don't have net sound, so we have what? Mics. Yeah. Okay, so the people were speaking to a mic, then the mic would go to the mixing board. There, it's net sound. This is why it sounds so bad, and you you know, when you watch it. And plus, they, uh, uh, they should have it on a tripod. Okay, if you're going to utilize Facebook through a phone application, put it on a tripod because you get all that motion. Oh, yes. All that motion, and that's not professional. See, so that's the, the easy way of doing it, but it's not professional to me. That's why I don't use Facebook. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, we use a different platform. We use uh, YouTube, right? which has been doing this for, you know, they're the kings of it. Right. So for video speaking of YouTube, that is a nice platforming uh, software that you can use. But since uh, the advancement of technology for our streaming, we have a lot of companies now that is developing software to compete with YouTube. Really? Before YouTube was the standalone application, right. everyone used YouTube to stream. Now we, we have Manicam, we have RealStream, uh, New Balloon. Now they have their streaming. So everyone is developing, getting this charter together and making their own business platform and selling to the people. And now you know what they're doing? You can't buy it. Now you have to have a subscription a month. That's and right. They did that with, um, I think, uh, Internet Security. Right. You have to have a subscription. A subscription. Every year. Every year. To get, you know, to renew it. See that? And even if you buy the CD, it still has to be a subscription. Yeah. So all software is going to that. You know, the way technology is going, it has become more economically, should we say, feasible for the companies, not for the person who is purchasing the software. Because if you have a uh, $99 software a year, okay, you have to have a subscription. I want anyone to hear this. Take 99 and times that with 10 years. You paid way over, didn't you? Yep. See how they're making their money? It's incredible. It's a scheme to me. It's a yep. game. Now, even Microsoft has jumped into the picture. You cannot... Uh, by Word, pro the Word processor, Microsoft Word, you have to lease that, okay? Only thing they will let you have is publisher, okay? Illustration and all the rest of them, you have to have a subscription. And then into the movie, uh, should we say the cinematic uh, editing type software they're using, for instance, like we use uh, Adobe Premiere, we have to lease that every year before you could buy it. See that? So everything is now being marketed around the money, so a subscription. Now, we even have people, I have seen people on websites that people have to sign up for a subscription in order to get to their website. See how it's changing? This is incredible what's happening here. Money is definitely the root of all evil. So everybody see the money in the big pictures. But I believe that as technology uh, continues to advance, I see a big crunch coming in. Because, yep. I, I mean, how long can you attach a dollar bill sign to everything that you do? It's unfortunate it is coming down to money as opposed to a genuine interest in helping people to, you know, promote their initiative or whatever it is that they're a part of. So you're right. And now, you know, we have the introduction for a new ball player in the game called podcast. Go back 10 years ago, there was no podcast. So uh, people say now they have a podcast. For instance, I was talking to somebody a while back and uh, they said, watch my podcast on Facebook. I knew right there. When individuals told me that, I knew it wasn't a podcast. It was Facebook Live. So now podcast is such a uh, high standard, should we say, medium or platform. Just using the name podcast would generate people. See that? 
So they took the word streaming live on Facebook, exchanged it for the word podcast. No, no longer do I have a live Facebook program. I have a live podcast on Facebook, which is not a podcast because Facebook does not, is not their own directory like iHeart, Stitcher, Podbean, just name a few. And people don't realize that. So you gotta, you have to be on a separate directory to have a podcast. Let me ask a question then. I mean, I don't know how much time we got left, but um, as far as podcasts are concerned, I've heard radio hosts talk about, well, if you're not doing anything, listen to my podcast. But it's not on that radio platform. But it's not on that radio platform. So that is their own, is that their own platform right. than a podcast? Right. Now, you can have a podcast, but for instance, if we, we could have took WCANradio.com, the server, and use it as a podcast directory. And then people could uh, utilize our server for a podcast directory, directory free. What we'll do, we'll get commercials. iHeartRadio, they run commercials before you even start my, start my podcast. Oh, wow. Okay, so they asked me, could we put commercials on your podcast? That way you can have this platform on our platform free because the commercial people are paying for it. Those who have listened to it, you click on it, you probably see a commercial pop up first. But that's good imagery. See, it now, is. That's, that is good imagery. So, therefore, you got major commercials on your podcast. That's imagery, and that draws people. Yeah. See, it that, takes so, you to a whole new level, absolutely, because if you have you know, different brands and these, quote, unquote, global brands, and it, it definitely does take you to a new tier. So, um, I really believe that uh, as we develop in this this world of podcasting, it's going to develop some more. We haven't reached the ceiling yet. Oh, no. It's going to develop some more. But the people who do not understand the digital format, they need to really sit back and uh, relax and be taught first before they start podcasting. Because you got to understand all kind of languages. I mean, just directory languages, I don't understand. My webmaster knows. Uh, so we had to set up all type of it. Matter of fact, it ran us. Okay, a WCA and TV, over $3,000 to have this podcast set up for us. Now, you mean to tell me that a real podcast will run you that much money understanding all the the technical jargon with the fees and everything? You know, these certain codes you got to put in to ping back and forth that can read. So uh, it, it costs the average company 3000 with their website to have a podcast set up and to connect your website to all the major directories. Again, iHeart Podcast, I mean, iHeart Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Amazon Stick, all the rest of them, because we own all of those. Uh, but yet, you say you have a podcast and going straight to Facebook. Doesn't make <laughs> sense. That make no sense right there. Wow. See that? So uh, teach a person how to do a podcast. First of all, you got to see what the budget is. And that's why a lot of people, are ahead of a lot of people when it comes to podcasting. Yeah. Now, uh, podcasts will give you the ability to record. All depends on what type of external equipment you're using. Like what we use here, we have the uh, capability to go live, or we can do a pre-recording. Yeah. And then take your recording and then edit it in post. You know, put all the bells and whistles to it, like we're gonna do here, commercials and breaks and everything like that. Or you can go live, all right. And then if you do go live, you have to have a certain type of uh, machinery that will allow you to insert commercials and sound effects and everything. That's a podcast. Yeah. You know, uh, we'll be right back after this. They hit a button, commercial pops up. It's true. Okay, actually we have it. I have commercials loaded up on my, my, my platform right now. If I push a button, it'll start playing. And plus, you know, your environment should be different to do a right type of podcast. Have the capability capabilities to go live or you can just do a recording and then put it on your directories. Now, we're on 12 different directories. So they can hear us on uh, 
Again, iHeart, Gary's on Stitcher, Podbean. What's another one? iTunes Podcast. iTunes, okay. Google's, Amazon. Spotify. Spotify. See, just to name a few. So we're on all the directories. I tell people, seek out their favorite directory, then listen to our podcast recordings. Make sure your recording is correct. You know, even when you're recording, uh, people have to understand how to utilize equalization, compression, the essers, and all that. We have all this in our machines, so therefore we will EQ it, we will compress the signal, make sure we take all the high, sharp S's out of it. So you have to process your audio. And so now you got the machine that has to do it on in real time or do it in post. So I do all lines in post. I don't want to go live yet. I'm doing a lot of live programs right now. Yeah, you are. Our, you know, our, we got a lot. Yeah, we got a lot. <laughs> so therefore, you know, people out there, you listen to this program. If you want to get into a podcast scenario, research it, make sure that is what you need to do and get the proper equipment to do the podcast in, all right? And make sure you have a nice environment that can reflect sound. So you see, you see we got sound pads everywhere. Yes. Okay, well, it's not, this is not quite Fort Knox. We do hear some some noise out in the street, but uh, we're bouncing the sound in here pretty good. Yeah, oh, you, definitely. We don't have a natural reverb, high ceiling, so that you have that reverbish sound like you do in sanctuaries, okay? So your environment counts, okay, if you do, because it's all strictly audio. And some people do video, too. That's true. And we have the capabilities here at WCA and TV to do a video podcast. And, again, as I said earlier, we do possess the ability to go live if we want to go live in here, too, which I'm not. So I use this for our live web radio broadcast on Thursday nights, but not for a podcast. And so we enter into this junction that technology has advanced to the point that you have to have basic understanding before you even start this. See that? So... Go ahead. You know, you're not kidding. I mean, just just what what you just heard right now, if for anyone listening, is that you have to research, 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 research. Make sure this is absolutely what you want to do with your time. Now, you know, we have the capability of having people call in live. Yeah, we do. Actually, I could have had somebody call in right now. The signal would have been fantastically clear. I mean, real clear. We've done it before. See, that's podcasting, too. So a lot of people to have or external people to, to be part of your program you know, through uh, with an interview, you know, with the uh, phone line. So uh, podcasting is very, very, actually, you know, podcasting is the, if I may say, the low, the little brother of radio broadcasting. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the little brother of radio broadcasting. And wouldn't podcasting, in your opinion, can be also be not only the little brother of radio broadcast, but if you got to travel somewhere? Sure. You can set up your equipment if it's not that big. And, you know, if you don't have... Remember it, now, the key here is internet. But you got to have internet. That's key. If you want to go live. So we can go live. Anywhere. But, but you got to make sure you have the bandwidth. You got to have the Oof. bandwidth. And that's what counts. People don't see that. You know, so people in the neighborhood, you know, they're sharing bandwidth with everyone in their houses. You know, people don't see that. That's true. So I suggest people who wants to get into a, a podcast, get your own bandwidth, your own dedicated pipeline. And have that line dedicated just for you, right. the internet capabilities. That way you won't be splitting up the gold, you know, like a lot of people have or do. Right. And so there's a lot of integrate parts that we have to understand when it comes to technology. And, so I, and as I said earlier in the opening proceedings of this program, that technology is going to advance itself shortly. It's going to go, it's going to get more, I mean, it's going to be more uh, better and better and more techni technical, I believe it is. Because it's not going to stand still. Mm -mm. You know, so you, you was naming, we're going to get out of here, but you was naming all the formats from Pony Express to, to Telegram, yeah. to, 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 you know, a little tapping thing. 
And then we, we went to the vinyl, and from the vinyl, cassette to cassette to chrome, and suddenly chrome to CD, whoa, CD, yeah. gold. Then from CD, DVDs, oh, skip one, from CD to the DAT tape. Remember that the DAT tape? tape? The DAT tape came out. The DAT tape was supposed to replace CDs, but since the industry has already initiated CDs in all the cars, you know how much money that cost to change that oh format? Gosh. That's why the DAT went out. It, it came and went. Okay, so now the record companies used it to do audio because it's clear. But they really wanted that, that to replace CDs. But every car had a CD player in it. Yes. Now now you had to uh, take those CDs players out of cars, and you know when you make them, and put in a DAT player. They weren't going to do that, were they? No. No way. That's, so that's what we talked about, USBs. Yep. Well, no, that's after that, though. I'm saying the oh, format. Then after right. that, that fell out. Okay, and then DVDs came in, so they you know, have the capability of using audio and video on DVD, but it's the storage. So the storage wiped out the CD. Okay, you can go up to 50, 50 gigabytes on you know on a, um, a DVD using a whole new format, which Blu-ray came out. See that? Blu-ray came out and misplaced MPEG, Motion Entertainment Picture Association, so they changed that over to Blu- Blu-ray, a clear picture, which I really don't see it. Then they went from T... Uh, 1080i, 1080p to 1080i, which I really don't see a difference there. Now we got 4K, okay, versus uh, 1080p, 1080i. Now what they did, in order to see 4K, you better buy a 4K monitor. So And so see how software is changing? So you got to be able to keep up with it. So at WCN-TV, we had to buy monitors in the post because we do some 4K sometimes. Yes, and, we do. and you know if you have a 4K resolution because it's off the screen. You got to shrink it down to fit the screen. Hey, we got to get out of here. Final remarks. Uh, this has been a wonderful discussion. I'm so glad that I was able to be a part of it. And to the people out there who are considering doing podcasting or anything like that, not to get discouraged, you know, when something new comes up and maybe you don't have full understanding of something and seek out the people who can help you and have to help you to take go to that next level. Okay, Tim, real quickly. Yeah, I'm thankful to be on this program. And like I said before, research, 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 and, you know, make sure it's something you really want to do. Okay, well, that's it. Thank you for being part of one on one the Canon Podcast Show, brought to you by WCAMedia.com. Any questions, comments, or concerns, please direct all correspondence to CanonPodcast at Yahoo.com. Fantastic. Until next time, take care of yourselves and one another. <laughs>